0: I was four, and she was my mum. She would slump on our sofa every nightfall, spread herself with poise across our sofa every nightfall, head poised on our matching brown and gold pillows, hands rested together on top of her brown and gold lap, moulding her form into our already lived in pillows. My matriarch sunk well. I remember my smile being the only thing that resembled her. When she smiled, I saw my face. But she didn't smile often. My matriarch sunk well. It was really clear that there was something else there. A transparent hanging. Heavy echoes. Inherited aches. It's one of those things you can't see but can feel desperately. Alas, your tongue is blind because you're four. And she's your mum. Brush my hair, sweet one, she would ask, bringing mother into her mouth. She had hair almost armpit length and never slept without covering it entirely. Tights cut off just before the crotch and she would have a soft halo dent around her crown in the mornings. I envied the shine. It shone like the dark and lovely relaxed hair models in Essence magazine. Skipping urgently to the bathroom and finding her pink parting comb, fingers worn down from use, I'd strain on the tips of my toes in the toilet seat to reach the olive oil sheen spray that smelled like all the hair salons that made me feel like a princess when I left them. For whatever reason, I was only allowed to use it on my hair on a Saturday morning before the weekly food shop, so I only ever got to feel like a princess on the bus on the way to Sainsbury's. My mum would sigh in safety with each stroke, sipping ease into her mouth, shoulders relaxing and echoes finding walls eventually for a few moments and cascading their way back. She would always offer to brush mine halfway through and never get around to doing it. I would always say yes and she would always fall asleep. I loved our little game. Genda webeke, she would say, but I never wanted to leave her. I want to be long she would say. But she always was long. Her words betrayed her body like that. Lies lining her liver. Inditerra and muzzi. She liked drinking water 70% cold and 30% warm. Any more or any less meant her aches remained and I didn't want them to. She never drank water during the day and so I would watch her gulp it down from start to finish. Another lining for her liver. There was life in that glass and I got to be the one to give it to her. I loved our little game. The sinking sofa sunk into itself as the years went on, slowly, I think it's still floating somewhere. I was 10 and she was my mum. The sinking sofa was replaced by the falling futon and that glass of water aged into adult Ribina. The brown and gold pillows ripened into an earthy autumn red and her place was in the corner underneath the brown and gold clock. Our game remained the same, but the rules had changed, slightly, because I was 10 and she was my mum. Her, silent, still, fooling, always poised. Her arms now crossed over themselves, her body moulding itself into the brown futon and the echoes became weightier bellows. I think that futon was an anchor, our house, a ship. I was drinking three liters of water a day those days. She cut her hair off and dyed it red. Her smile had changed around this time too. It could reach her eyes and shoulders. I got to see myself a lot those days and her sinking, still poised, had its confined lines. She added another bag to her bags and became the Saturday School Catering Team. Another bag to put inside the transparent hanging. It hung itself into the kitchen and bathroom. Sometimes it hung out in my room. I didn't understand why her bag started to spill sideways into mine, but my face was becoming hers with or without her smile and I recognised her in my fists. One Saturday, I woke up at 5am and made her breakfast. Toast with butter and marmalade and a cup of not-quite-hot coffee with ginger. It's for you, I beamed. Wake up, Mama! Maybe she would put those bags down and carry me instead. I loved our game. Such a star, sweet one, easing mother back to her lips. Such a star. I got to be a star for the first time in my life and I loved the view from there. After breakfast, I was allowed to sit in the front seat and eat some fruit pastels. She glowed with her happy light and she played Magic FM on the radio at nearly full volume and we got to sing along together. She played the fake trumpet at a red light and beat fake drums in the Black Hole Tunnel. I love this game. Imagine if we drove upwards. Into the Thames? Into the Thames and just keep going. See where it takes us. We would need a submarine. Maybe we could fly over. Whatever I had said or not said didn't feel right because her smile evaporated and combusted all in the same second. Her leg pressed down on the gas ever so slightly and I became ever so slightly aware of my seatbelt. What did I say? What didn't I say? Uh, Why did she take a long pause when I asked her that question? Why was her body so loud when her mouth remained silent? And, And where did she learn that trick? She started to drift further and deeper inwards. How did the heavy get in here and who let it into the car? The living room hung between us. I recognized her in the grip that she gripped the steering wheel with. But we could always get one, I said. (laughs) (laughs) Look, guessy, guessy. Flying is better than swimming, she said. And she lowered the volume and turned on the news. I was 10, and she was my mum. I think I saved her from drowning. I was 18 and she was my mum. The earthy autumn pillows sat on top of the empty brown futon. I never sit in it. I don't know how to swim. The falling futon has aged into my mum sleeping over at her friends' houses where adult Ribena is now drunk without diluting. I spend less time playing the rules of our game. I've started worrying about how my body looks in certain clothes and overheard somebody saying they would marry me if I was lighter skinned. I recognise my matriarch in my back and my knees. I want to stretch them out every morning so I stretch them out every morning. I don't really enter the kitchen or the car these days. I'm 18 and she is my mum. We seem to argue loads and loudly about curfews and house chores and those bags have bags that have bags with holes in them. Love seems to hang on to the ends of my words but never at the beginning of sentences. Accomplishments are few and far between so magic doesn't live in the car anymore. Or the house. I can't remember the last time I smelled coffee with Ginger. I can't remember what her singing sounds like, but I do still use that Princess Oil Sheen spray every day these days. And sometimes when I hug her, she lets me. I want to ask my matriarch questions about everything and nothing, but she's reverted back to speaking in the Gandan and so many years went by when she didn't. The falling futon grows dust by the second. If she doesn't sit in it, why is it still there? I am 19 and she was my mom. My tongue is articulate with the hangover of adolescence and everything that escapes my mouth seems to slice back into my throat. I don't know where I learned that skill. I'm sick and tired of my body being a subject of debate and days feeling both like seconds and months. I'm sick and tired of being told everything is up for grabs, but when I grab everything, it slides through the gaps of my fingers. So I sit in the ageing, falling futon one night, hands poised on top of my lap, adult Rabina in my left and a nothing tightly in my right. She catches me and I recognise myself in her fists. I don't know why she's mad at me, I don't know why I sat in it, but she said something about how we're not age mates and so how dare I act like we are. I shout at her that she stopped trying and making sense and she shouts at me that I don't know anything. I tell her that she's not okay because I don't think I am and she rips the ageing futon in half just to show me how okay she is. I tell her you can't bury the past and expect nothing to grow in its place. She tells me to leave if I know so much. I do. I am 19 and she was my mum. I run to the docks to grip onto anything. I think I was trying to see the anchor. I think I was trying to move it. I tried to pull my wings from my shoulder blades and ache beats. I think she saved me from drowning. I am 20 and she was my mum. A year has gone by and I haven't felt it. I am 21 and she was my mum. The mornings peel away. At my cheeks. I am 23 and she was my mother. The falling futon remained in pieces in the attic. I struggle to drink a litre of water a day, but my clothes look great on my body. I am 24 and she was my mother. My girlfriend is moving into the house and one morning she spots the pieces under rags in the attic. She asks me why rubbish is left in the house. I tell her that my memories aren't rubbish. I tell her that memories are where we live forever. I ask her what's wrong with wanting to keep forever in the attic. She gives me her shrugs that mean I don't know. I send a shrug back, meaning I don't want to talk about this. Grief is the price we pay for love. Grow out and get rid, she says. I tell her that the universe got rid of everything that mattered years ago without my consent, so what's a broken chair got to do with letting go? I tell her the last time I had a mother was when I was 19, so she doesn't have a right to mother me. I tell her to hold me. I tell her to let me go. I tell her that my matriarch spoke four languages, two of them were silent and that I only understood one. I tell her that I spray the olive oil sheen to smell her some nights. I tell her that her passing made me exhausted and lean. I tell her that nobody prepares you for a loss like that and that every author is a liar. I tell her that my mother sunk well and that I think she passed it on to me. That my mother performed mother in sections, pieces. I tell her that the performance of of her blackness and her maternal and her woman and her healer and her elder, and her sister, and her jilted, and her hetero, and her resilience, pulled her into sections, pieces. I tell her one time she said she wanted to be scattered in every river, in every continent in the world. That one time she told me she wanted Magic FM to be playing as we said our goodbyes, so that miracles were all around us when she crossed over. I tell her that she said she wanted to be scattered over every sunset, behind every cloud, so that as a gray day began to sleep, she could check in with the universe and ask her to protect me. That memories are heaven, that heaven is inside us, that she wanted to live forever, that I thought she would too. I cry buckets and my girlfriend gives me water. I feel it enter my fingertips, my heels and my knees. You can visit heaven anytime, she said. I give a shrug meaning I don't know and she gives one back confirming neither does she. I throw myself into her arms. The holding on to carry on was giving me rope burn so I pack up the abused pieces of futon into two old leather suitcases. I am full to the brim of my heavens. Five years of gasping for air takes its toll, and knees give way as she opens the door. You can wait until you're ready, my love. I am, I say. I am, I am, I have been, I want to, I've got to, I need to, I beg to, I chant to, I have stretched so many years to, danced so many years to, mourned so many years to, wished so many years to, missed so many years to, dreamt so many years to. I am, I say. I am. I am. I have been. I want to. I've got to. I need to. I beg to. I chant to. i finished transcribing her life. 25 in a month's time and she was my mother and I think I am ready to soar.